Hello, bold ones. My name is Anne Alexander Cedar, and today I want to talk to you about the four things that you need to do to break through any kind of self-imposed limitations that you have and kick your acting career up another notch. So the first one is you have to deal with limiting beliefs. Limiting beliefs are those self-imposed thoughts, feelings, things that we've learned as children that literally limit us. For example, when I was a teenager, I had algebra for the first time and I was having a lot of trouble with it. And my dad tried to help me out and he couldn't help me out. So he decided that I couldn't do math. That was the end of that. He stormed into my school. I went to an all girls Catholic school at the time and demanded that I drop my math class and be able to take typing in its place. Now, I don't know if this is what happened today, but it happened back then. And that's what I did. I was able to drop my math class and I took typing in its place. Now I love typing. It's one of my best skills ever. I use it every day, but for years and years and years, I believed that I was not capable of doing math. And that was simply just not true. I allowed this frustration of my father's and of my teachers and perhaps I wasn't the easiest child to teach math to, but I was certainly capable of doing it. How do I know that I'm capable of doing it? Because I do math literally on a daily basis. When I was a starving artist and I had, you know, 20 bucks to spend on groceries and I would have to count everything in my basket and I would just add it up in my head as I was going through to make sure that I could buy what I needed to buy for the week. And it's not like I had a set amount of things. Sometimes I would see, oh, okay, chicken's on sale, so I'll buy the chicken, but the chicken is $5.97, so now I need to put back this item, but I can get that item instead. So I was constantly adding and subtracting, okay? So that's math. Another thing is, when I was living in Germany and I was raising my son and taking my hiatus from acting, I studied interior design. And you cannot be an interior designer without being able to figure out how much material you need to upholster a couch or to hang curtains or to put wood flooring in a home. These are all things you need math for. And I was perfectly capable of doing math when I needed it for that. So another example would be, we've all seen the film Dumbo. If you remember, Dumbo's mom had a chain around her foot and that chain was stuck to a little peg that was stuck in the earth. And Dumbo's mom never really went anywhere beyond her little chain. If you think about this logically, this massive, strong, beautiful creature has it within herself to break that little tiny chain and pull the post out of the ground and go on her merry way. But she believed that that chain was holding her back and therefore it did. Now, how do elephant trainers train elephants to do that? They start when they're young. They train the babies when they're not strong enough by putting a chain around them and by putting it in the ground and the baby fights against the chain and fights against the chain and fights against the chain. And when it realizes that it's not strong enough to break the chain, it believes that for the rest of its life. It is a belief that it takes into itself. Even though circumstances change, it can no longer see. So it is a belief, it's a feeling, but it is not a fact. 
And this is what happens to us when we are small. We start to learn our limiting beliefs from our parents, from our teachers, from our peers, from our siblings. We also learn them from our life's experiences. So I was just coaching someone and she was telling me how she believes that her accent is standing in the way of her getting cast. Her English is excellent. She's talking about English productions. She understands every single word. She can articulate herself beautifully. She has a slight accent. And she has allowed herself to believe that this is the reason that she is not getting cast. In all transparency, this is a belief that I had as well when I first came back to acting here in Germany. I thought, oh, boy, I better learn how to speak German perfectly. Otherwise, no one will ever want to hire me. Well, I think if you go out there with that belief in your head, then you bring that to yourself. You turn that into a reality. The things we put our focus on are the things that we put our energy into, right? Those are the vibes we send out. So for myself, the day that I started to not be typecast as the American was the day that I decided I am a full-fledged woman, as I am right now, with or without my accent. I am a wife. I am a mother. I am a friend. I am a daughter. I'm a sister. I am all of these things. I am perfectly capable of having relationships in my adopted country, in the language of my adopted country, in German, because I do them on a daily basis. The only thing that's different is that I have a different background. Now, of course, you are going to run up against some people who don't want that. Okay, fine. That doesn't fit in their idea or that world that they are trying to create. And that's fine. But there are also going to be people who are going to look at you with whatever perceived flaw you have and say, oh, that's interesting. That's, I hadn't thought about the character in those terms, but that really gives the character a whole new energy, a whole new perspective, a whole new attitude. And I think it's interesting within this world. So you're going to have both. And it's just a fact, but frankly, you're going to have both whether you have an accent or not, right? I mean, there are things that you are going to get cast in and there are things that you are not going to get cast in. Maybe it comes down to your accent, but probably not. Or your height, or your age, or your size. These are all limiting beliefs that we put on ourselves. If only I were 10 pounds less. If only I were 10 years younger. If only I were... 10 centimeters taller, all of these things, right? Then I would be cast as a leading woman. Now I've aged out of being a leading woman. Bullshit. I don't go for it. I don't believe it. I am a full-fledged woman, as I said before. I have value as I am right now, and so do you. And if we're not finding people that are wanting to tell our stories, we also need to tell our own stories and show people our value. So how do you bust these limiting beliefs? The million dollar question, right? Honestly, you have to take a good hard look at your life and list out all the things that you believe about yourself. 
I have another friend that's constantly saying, nobody wants to cast me. Is that true? She works on a regular basis, but she will go out to film festivals, to parties, to premieres and networking events, and it'll come up as sort of a self-deprecating joke, but it's not a joke. I mean, this is something she actually believes. And when you put things like that out there, the first thing that will pop into someone's head is, hmm, why doesn't anybody want to cast her? People take you at your word for the most part, you know? So if you're telling people, hey, nobody wants to cast me, why? Why not? Can you not act? Do you not show up to set on time? Are you not professional? Why? Why is no one casting you? Those are the questions that run through people's minds when you say stuff like that. I'm too short to get cast, right? That's another one that, that a lot of men have that perception. They're too short to get cast if they're not six feet tall. Well, according to who and why? I mean, look at Tom Cruise. He's my height, I'm 5'7". He's my height, which is not tall for a man. Or how about Peter Dinklage? I mean, come on, this guy has been a leading man. He's been a leading villain. He's worked in major network productions, as well as films that could have been cast by a person of average height. But the director saw Peter and saw his audition, or not, maybe he just offered him the role, I don't know. But in any case, thought, oh, okay, that's interesting. Why shouldn't this person be played by someone like that? So the way to stop these limiting beliefs is you must take stock of them. You have to list them out on a piece of paper, and then you need to go through them one by one and ask yourself brutally, honestly, is this a feeling? Is this a belief? Or is this a fact? And if it is a fact, how do you know? Is it based on facts? For instance, take my friend who says nobody wants to cast her. Is this a fact? No, it's not a fact. She does get cast. So then what is it? It's a belief. And what is it more than that? It is a limiting belief because it undermines her confidence. And we need confidence as actors. So once you've taken stock of your limiting beliefs, the next thing that you need to do is begin to create a vision of who you want to be as an actor. So if, for instance, all you're getting right now are co-stars, that you'd like to move up that rung on the ladder to start getting guest stars, or you want a recurring role, or you want a series lead, you need to start visualizing that future for yourself. Because if you can visualize it, you can make it happen. So there was a podcast I was listening to not too long ago about a man who had been captured by Somali pirates, I believe it was. And he had just been learning to golf before he had been captured. And he spent, I believe it was a year, in some tiny little prison. And every day he would lay on the floor and he would play one, two, three, eight, 18 whole rounds of golf in his head. And he would literally envision everything. 
his back swing, his through swing, hitting the ball, watching it fly, how he was standing, how his posture was, all of it. And he did this to keep himself sane, I'm sure, and to keep himself entertained. But what he was doing, whether he was realizing it or not, was also training himself, seeing himself as this future good golf player. What was the first thing he did after getting a hot bath and a good meal after he was released from the Somali Pirates? He went out and he played a round of 18 holes. Did he play it at par? Was he a pro? No. Did he play a good game? Better than when he had left, when he had been captured? Yes. And why? Because he had been visualizing this future self that he visualized into reality. Now, I do believe in visualization. I do believe that we can manifest things, but I wanna say that with a huge caveat because visualization without action is nothing. You must make your actions match your aspirations. But I'm going a little bit ahead of myself, so I'm gonna back up just a little bit. Once you've created this visualization for yourself of who you want to be as an actor, then you need to start putting a plan in place. And I don't recommend putting a plan like 10 years in place. You can have a visualization of yourself 10 years from now. That's fine. But you need to have the steps for six months from now, for a year from now, for two years from now. So you need to start putting the plan in place, a system in place to work your plan for how you are going to begin to achieve your goals. It is a cliche, but cliches are cliches for a reason, and that is because they are true. The hardest step of any journey is the first step. How do you climb a mountain? One step at a time. How do you eat an elephant? Back to the elephant metaphor one bite at a time, right? So you must put this plan of action into place. You need to be proactive about your career. You cannot rely on your agent if you have an agent or your manager if you have a manager. You cannot assume the casting directors are just going to find you or that showrunners or directors or producers or screenwriters, whatever. You need to Make sure that you are putting yourself out there and constantly upgrading your work so that people are seeing you as you want to be seen. And lastly, you must map your actions to your aspirations because knowledge without action is just that. You may know exactly what you need to do, but unless you're actually doing it, you're not going to get anywhere. Then you are relying on the universe to just drop it into your lap. And that's just, you know, I mean, the chances of that happening are less than winning $100 million in the lottery. And go out there ready to meet opportunity. But the operative word in that is you must go out there and be ready to meet it. And yes, this means that you're going to have to take steps that may feel uncomfortable, but you have to do it anyway. You have to get comfortable with being uncomfortable. 
until you've crossed that hurdle and you are no longer uncomfortable with it. So if you have a fear of networking, well, put yourself in positions where you need to go out there and network. I know it's not easy to walk into a room and not know anyone and start to introduce yourself, but believe me, there is at least a handful, if not 50% of the room, who is feeling like you feel. So try and find that person and start with them and introduce yourself. And then you'll see that putting yourself out there is not nearly as hard as you think it is. So I hope you found this video helpful. If you did, please like and subscribe. Your support really, really, really does mean the world to me. If there was something about this video that particularly resonated with you, I'd love to hear about it in the comments. So let me know as well. And if you want more videos like this, let me know that as well. I'm happy to do that. And lastly, I'm a certified life coach as well as an actor. I became a certified life coach for myself because I wanted to be able to understand what my limitations were, what I was doing to get in my own way. And now I really want to help other actors get out of their own way. There's nothing that gives me greater pleasure than, well, besides sinking my teeth into a really good role, if I'm being very honest. But there is nothing that gives me greater pleasure than being able to inspire, motivate, and empower other actors. So there's a link in my bio back in the about section. It's under let's chat. So if you'd like to make an appointment to see if you're a good fit for my program, then let's chat. Until then, I want you to stay your bold and beautiful self. I want you to know that you are worthy of your dream and I believe in you. And I will see you next time. Until then, bye-bye. Thank <laughs> you.